Everybody's in them. This is Jesus and the disciples. He's sitting in the Mount of Olives. And the disciples came to him. And they said, Jesus, tell us, how will we know when the end is coming? Amen? Amen. How many of you would like to know when is the end coming? Because the end is coming. Can we know when? Can we be ready? Can we prepare our lives? Or is it just a guess? Amen? Amen. The disciples said, Jesus, tell us, when will we know? 
And this is what Jesus answered. It says, watch out that no one deceives you. This is verse 4. Watch out that no one deceives you. Verse 5 says, Many will come in my name claiming that they are the Christ and they will deceive men. Verse 6, it says, You will hear about wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things they must come, but the end is not here yet. Jesus said, don't be deceived. Amen. 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 Then it says, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be other things. There will be famines. Do we have famines in the earth? Yes. There will be earthquakes. Does the earth shake now? If you watch the news all over the earth, there are all, all kinds of things that shake the earth. People die. Now, many people cry out, Oh, the end of the world 
people cry out. What when you analia? The end is coming. Amen. 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 What we see all over the world now. I tell you now, now. In 2022. 2022 is no different than 1922. 1922. 100 years ago. War. Vita. Now. War. Vita. 100 years ago. Isn't it? It's we have coronavirus, we have disease. Amen. Amen. We had disease a hundred years ago. We had a plague at one point in history that killed half of the world's population. Amen. Amen. It's no different. We have earthquakes. The earth shakes. Didn't we have those a hundred years ago? Amen. 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 The world is no different now than it was a hundred years ago. How do we know? When you begin to have birth pains, 
Did it get better? Or did it get worse? It gets worse. The pain gets bigger. It hurts more. All the way until the end. When that new thing is born. Then you forget all the pain. Amen? Amen. Mama can say amen, men, you just get <laughs> It's not going to get better. If it's the beginning of birth pains, they're going to get worse. Until that new thing is born. Amen? Amen. So knowing these things. There's more. Kuna Saidi. You'll be handed over to be persecuted. They'll put you in jail. They'll beat you. They'll kill you. Getting worse. Amen. Amen. As we get more and more to the end. Do you know what's happening? In Australia right now. If you don't take the jab, if you don't take the vaccine, they are treating you like a criminal. And they are taking you to prison. Just begin. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised when the police show up at this door. And they say, if you don't have the vaccine, you're going with us. But also don't be surprised when all of this side, all of the little and most of this side. You will all line up. Oh, I'll take it. 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 Only a few. You want to touch it too. We stand until the end. What does the mama back on me? Only a few. You want to touch it too. Only a few. You want to touch it too. Everyone else will run away. If you don't believe me, verse, 11, verse 10. When the persecution comes, it says, At that time, many will turn away from the faith. As the birth kit, as the birth pains get worse. And we see the things in the earth getting worse. Many of you, when you win, maybe me, I don't know. I've not gone through that test yet. Many will walk You'll line up and say, give me the give me the vaccine, give me whatever you want to give me, but don't put me in prison. Amen. 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 Am
And the government will say, if you come back to this church, you go to prison. Now, and most of you will never come back. Because you fear the government more than you fear God. You would rather obey the government than you would obey God's word. And if you don't believe him, then you don't believe God's word. It's what God's word says. Amen? Amen. Many will turn and run. Because the birth pains, the pressure. The pressure is too much. Everyone will run away. Now we except a few. Amen. Amen. It says in verse 12. Because the wickedness will grow. The love of most will grow cold. You won't care anymore about your neighbor. You won't care anymore about your friend. You won't even care about your own son. Your own mother. You won't care anymore. And the government will say things like, if, if you will tell us who hasn't taken the vaccine, we'll give you 5,000 shillings. This is what's going to happen. Faustine is going to look around. Where's Robert? Take that one to jail. <laughs> Take that one to jail and give me the five dollars. <laughs> because our love is going to grow cold. <laughs> and we'll only care of me. Only me. I'm the only one that matters. Not yet. I'm the only one that matters. That's the world that we'll live in. Amen. Amen. Now I'm here to tell you this morning. How many of you know we're already moving in that direction? Yes. We are already moving in that direction. Amen. Amen. We are already living in a time when. People don't care about each other. We are living in a time when the love of many has grown cold. People don't care about their neighbor. They don't care about their friends. Their family. Because the love has grown cold. We live in a world right now where most people they only care. Amen. We are already moving in this direction. Amen. Amen. 
But he who stands firm in the end will be saved. Amen? Amen. It's nice to stand here and say, my name is Alan and I'm saved. What does this say? If you stand firm to the end, if you stand firm on God's word, what he calls us to, you stand firm, then you'll be saved. Amen? Amen. That's when we are saved. Amen? Amen. All these things are coming. It says in verse 14. It says the go- this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. Amen. Amen. The end cannot come until you and I do what Jesus commanded us to. He told every one of us go and make disciples. And until we do that, until the gospel makes it all over the world, every tribe, every nation, every tongue, then the end is coming. Amen? Amen. What do we do until then? Turn with me to the book of Psalms. 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 What do we do until then? Do we live in fear of coronavirus? Do we live in fear of the government that tells us I'm shutting down the churches again? Do we live in fear, if we live in northern Kenya, do we live in fear that the war in Sudan might come this way? What do we do until the end comes? How do we live our lives? Amen. Amen. Look in Psalms chapter 23. Psalms 23 begins with the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Now you've heard me say before that the promises of God we all want to cling to those promises. The problem is most of us we want the promise without doing the required. 
Magido. Amen. Amen. We have to do the requirement if we want the promise. Amen. Here's the requirement. If you want the rest of what it says in Psalms 23. It begins very simply. The Lord is my shepherd. Is the Lord God truly your shepherd? Do you follow him? Do you remember when we talked about sheep and goats? Goats don't follow a shepherd. Sheep follow a shepherd. If you want the promises that I'm going to tell you, you have to decide I'm going to follow the shepherd. And if you're not going to follow him, if you're not going to submit your life to him, if you're not going to say whatever you want from me, I'll do anything you ask. I'll kill this part of my life. I'll try to be like Jesus. If you're not willing to do that, he's not your shepherd. If he's not your shepherd, if Jesus is not your shepherd of your life, nothing I'm about to say applies to you. You are on your own. Because you're a goat. You're not a sheep. Where we know. Sheep listen to their shepherd. And when the shepherd says, come this way, the sheep follow. Even if the sheep can't see, even in the dark, when the shepherd says, come, come, the sheep come. Well, the goats are back. If you go home every Sunday, 
and nothing in your life ever changes. He's not your shepherd. You're doing your own thing. You're a goat. Well, any moose. If you choose for Jesus to be your shepherd, I want to show you what the rest of Psalms 23 says. And what it means for us for the rest of these, maybe we're getting close to the end times. Who knows? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not. God is promising you if you let me be your shepherd if you let me lead your life follow my voice follow my teaching you will not be in want you will not be in want then it says he leads me to green pastures and to still waters. Listen to what he's promising you. The things you need to live. We need food to live. We need water to live. God says, if you follow the shepherd, food and water will be there. Amen? Amen. He's not going to let you die of starvation if he's your shepherd. Amen? Amen. When the food runs out, the shepherd says it's coming. Wait. Follow me. I know where there's better grass. Just come with me. And I'll show you where there's something to eat. And when there's nothing, somebody knocks at your door. Brought some rice for you. Amen. Amen. Because this is the way God works. You will not be in need. But it doesn't say that God will give you everything you ever desire. Amen. Amen. It says to take care of the things you need to survive. It doesn't say he'll give you a new dress. It doesn't say that he'll buy some paint for your house. Whatever it is you want, God says, I'll meet your needs. Amen? Amen. But he goes further. He restores our soul. When you begin to feel like I can't fight this battle anymore. He restores our soul. When you get tired. And you just think I can't do this anymore. I'm tired of COVID. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. I just want to give up. 
God says he's, he's going to restore us, so he's going to pour us back until we're full again. Amen? Amen. And here's the big one. Verse 4, it says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Now, for the last two years, death has been all around us. Amen. Amen. We have walked through the valley of the shadow of death for two years. Not here. Everywhere. And still today, people are dying. Amen? Amen. If you're not walking in the valley of the shadow of death today, I don't know when we are. Amen? Amen. But here's what he said. Death can be all around me. Coronavirus can kill this whole village. But I will not fear. Amen. Amen. We have nothing to fear. Amen. Amen. There's a reason why we have nothing to fear. Amen. Amen. There's a reason why I have nothing to fear. And I hope you feel the same way. If Jesus is your shepherd, then when you die, you get to go be with him. That's a good thing, not a bad thing. I don't fear death. Amen? Amen. If you don't know Jesus, you fear death. Because you don't know what's on the other side. What is life like after I die? Is it all the, the, the myths and tales that people tell? Is it what the Bible says? If you don't know Jesus, there's a lot of reason to be scared. But if he's your shepherd, then let me tell you something. If he's your shepherd, that means when you die, if you really love Jesus, give your life to Him. The day you die, Jesus says, get up and come be with me. Good job. That's what's on the other side. If you love Jesus, if you serve Him, if He's your shepherd, you have nothing to fear. Amen? Amen. That's a great promise. Amen? Amen. But then it says, 
says, his rod and his staff, they comfort me. Hiyo ni tani, five. Ya kwamba, wanaa meza mbele ya machoni kwa watezi wangu. Nilifata mafuta kichwani pangu. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. Do you know the difference between a rod and a staff? You know a shepherd's stick. Shepherd's stick, it has a hook on the top. Then it goes straight down. Amen. Amen. The staff is the hook. The rod is the straight part. Those two parts are for two reasons. The rod, the, the staff, the hook, is so that when you're going the wrong way, the shepherd can use that hook and say, come back this way. You're going the wrong way. And the shepherd can use that staff. Amen. Amen. 
The rod and the staff of Jesus. They give us comfort. Because it says that he's never going to give up on you. He's going to bring us when we go the wrong way. He's going to bring us when we go the wrong way. But he's also going to correct us when we need correction. Because he doesn't give up on us. Amen. Amen. That's the love Jesus has for us. Then it says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Let me tell you what that means. <coughs> Jesus prepares the biggest feast for you. Right in front of your enemies. When the enemy is all around. Everywhere you look, the enemy is attacking. Jesus says, here. Sit here. Don't worry about those bad guys. I've got something good for you. Just relax. I've got something good for you. In the presence of our enemies. When coronavirus comes, and the whole world is going crazy, Jesus says, Sit here, I got something good for you. Amen. Amen. In the presence of our enemies, right in front of their faces. Right in front of your worst enemy. God says, I got something different for you. And in the Luya culture, it's got to be too. Amen. He's got Then it says he anoints our head with oil until our cup overflows. The oil is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. He says, I'm going to fill you up with the Holy Spirit. So much. Will fill you up. 
it's not just for you. It's overflowing. Because it affects everyone around you. Amen. Amen. It affects your family. It affects your village. It affects where you work. Everywhere you go. If he's your shepherd, he's filling you up. So that that's, it flows out to everyone around. Amen. Amen. And the last thing he tells us. Goodness and love, some versions they say mercy, will follow me all the days of my life. Amen. Good things. Love. Mercy. That's where I'm following. 
I've got a good job, good money. My life is good. I'm not going to let that go. And follow a shepherd. Amen. Amen. I choose my culture. I choose to put my culture in front of Jesus. The American culture is all about getting a good job and a good house and a whatever. Chasing all those things. Amen. Amen. Most people would say I'm not giving that up. I'm not leaving that so I can follow a shepherd. And even in the Luya culture. You remember a few weeks ago. We talked about what the Bible says about being a husband. Amen. Amen. Most of us will choose. I prefer my culture over the shepherd. Amen. Amen. And when we choose other things, whatever it is, we choose not to follow the shepherd. We choose exactly what it says in Matthew 24. Many will turn away. If you can't handle you can't handle Jesus trying to gently persuade your life. If you can't handle Jesus telling you in Scripture that your life should look like this. If you, if you don't like the teachings of Jesus. But you like church. Amen? Amen. What are you going to do when an army is standing at that door? What are you going to do when Kenya decides that the problem is Christian? Christians are the problem with the vaccine. Churches and Christians, they're the problem. And the army is standing here. And they say, either you walk away from Christianity, take the vaccine or whatever they're pushing. If you don't even like the teachings of Jesus, come on, I promise you, I know what's going to happen. You'll get up and you'll walk out that door faster than I can say, wait. Amen. Amen. Now, I want you to hear me this morning. 
I'm not telling you that the vaccine is from the devil. Okay? I'm not telling you that. Amen. I would actually tell you that the, the vaccine, some people have said that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. From the book of Revelation. It's not. Amen. Amen. I'm not telling you to go take the vaccine either. Amen. Amen. Whatever you choose to do with the vaccine is your choice. Amen. Amen. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about end times? Because it's going to get worse. The Bible says it's going to get worse. As we get closer and closer to the end times, it's going to get worse. Not better. Amen. Persecution is coming. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means the army one day will show up here and try to close all the churches. Because the government decides that churches and Christians are the problem. I don't know. I'm not here to predict the future for you. I'm here to tell you one thing. Get serious. Get serious. Either you follow Jesus or you don't. I'm a what? There is no in between. Either Jesus is everything or he's nothing. There's nothing in between. Amen? Amen. Either you choose to give your life to Jesus or you reject him. There's nothing in between. There is no, well, I come to church and, and, I, and I sing with the, the, the choir. Is, is that pretty good? No. Either you love Jesus or you hate Jesus. And every time you come and you choose not to do anything with your life, you choose to hate Jesus because there's nothing in between. Either it's 100% Jesus or it's 100% everything else. You can't have some Jesus and some of the world. Mm. You can't. Because if that's you, if you'll stand here and say, I'm saved. And then go out there and, and no one knows you're a Christian by the way you live. You're standing here telling a lie. Yes.
either it's 100% Jesus or you're 100% the other way. Amen? Amen. You can't have both and mix them together. That's why Jesus said, I am the way. Meaning one. I am the way. I am the life. One life. Only one. One or two. And the true. Now one quit. The meaning only one. There's no room for anything else. I shared this whole message with you today. Just to tell you. Get serious. Choose Jesus. Choose the Bible. Choose to follow God. Or just go do the other things you want to do. Stop playing games back and forth. Because if you go back and forth, you're going to hell. You'll be the ones that come at the end and you'll say, Oh, Lord, I, I, I know you. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Watch out to one minute.